and welcome back to another episode of The Last Take. Today we got a special guest today. We got our one of very own Logan Ebby, right? Ebby. Ebby. All right. Uh, he'll be joining us as we'll be doing some NBA drafting today. But first, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. And then we'll get into just kind of Nebraska athletics. It's been a while since we talked about it, especially with the win over Wisconsin. And we'll talk about baseball coming up. Dylan will be talking about that. Tommy Frazier, he is easily above Cam Newton. I, I highly doubt that. And Nebraska finally beat the Iowa Hawkeyes. Key players to watch. I have Casey Thompson and Anthony Grant. All-time wins-wise, we are still probably the easily the best teams. How about that blocked punt there? That was highlight of the game for me. I mean, their safeties could not handle our receivers. That atmosphere can get pretty loud. Oh, boy. Where do you even get started? This is the last take. Okay, so this past Sunday, the Chiefs defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. It was actually a pretty good game. Uh, some of us were more happy about the ending than the uh, than others, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Overall, I thought it was a good game. There's, you know, some controversy. We got the Dallas Goddard and Miles Sanders catch. We have the holding call. Logan, since you're the guest on the show, I'm going to start with you first. What was your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Um, I thought it was probably the best Super Bowl we've had since the last Eagles Super Bowl. I think that's probably the best one we've had, like, in our lifetimes. Um, the only – I don't know what it was. There was just, like, no tension throughout the game, though, even though the on-field product was really, really good. Um, I just at never point like it never really grabbed me like some other Super Bowls have. Maybe it's just because I'm used. I mean, my team was in it last year, so I might just be used to that. Um, but as far as like the football that was played, I thought it was really good. I think it represented our sport really well. I think that's a lot of times something with the Super Bowl we don't always think about. Is there people that's the one football game they watch a year, and it's a chance to kind of gravitate towards new fans and intrigue them with the game. And when we have games like I believe it was the 2018 Super Bowl where it's 13 to three or whatever, those games don't exactly yeah, pull in a huge <laughs> audience. I mean, your team. Um, yeah, we, we didn't perform well that one, but um, I think overall it was a great game. Yeah, and of course you guys know that I am happy about uh, the Chiefs winning. I was ecstatic. I th- we had a big party um, over in Omaha. I uh, had quite a few friends over and had some family members over for that. You know, Logan, you bring up a great point. It was kind of hard to stay invested in even when, like, some big plays would happen. There was just some, like, dead points where, especially, like, the Eagles drives, just because how slow they were and how meticulous they got down the field, where I was like, I don't know, it's just hard to keep my attention to it. Um, and the commercials weren't any better, by the way. There's kind of a lot of terrible commercials this year. But there's a few good ones. Um, it was a bit crushing this year. We don't need to get into that. Yeah. But. <laughs> um, he gets his campaign. But, yeah, so there's just a few times. Um, like that first punt was pretty big uh, by the uh, by the Eagles. Um, then the missed miss field goal, and that's where kind of like the wind was taken out of my sails. I was like, oh, boy, this, this can get out of hand quick. Now, I'm not a person to just lose hope, you know, watching a lot of Nebraska football. I never lose hope, even when I should lose hope and know that we're going to lose the damn game. We don't. We don't. Um, The Chiefs actually came back, of course, and won that. So my thoughts are just, it was hard to, my attention wasn't totally on it because actually me and my friends ran to a grocery store real quick right before the second quarter ended. So, like, it was a little bit part of, like, right there that was. Well, you guys were losing by it. Yes. So. So I was a little out of tune there. But happy, fantastic, go Chiefs, baby. And I do think it was the second Super Bowl ever where teams gone down ten to the second half and won. With a that last was time like was the twenty to three, <laughs> or did they do it in twenty eighteen as well? Twice. Okay. It was twice. It was like this. it was a double digit deficit is when it was because okay. you had the like you were mentioning the Falcons were up by sixteen, yeah, sixteen or eighteen and a half. So yeah, yeah. Chiefs Chiefs had another double digit. They were down ten to the 49ers with about ten minutes to go in yeah. that Super Bowl. But yeah, that, that was, was closer crazy. at halftime. That's but, how good they are. That's right where you want them. Like. 
11 and a half, I'm like, they're down 10. No I think they're, they're still going to win. Like, I would have never really had any doubt in my mind about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to quote my tweet during the game. Props to the NFL for uh, getting a good script for this one. You had the Eagles up 10 at half, and then the Chiefs uh, come storming back, take the lead by eight, and then Philly ties the game up with five minutes left, and then we get into the controversial end of the game. Uh I don't really think it's controversial, but in first moment probably it was. But overall, the game was really good. Like I said, as a joke, good uh, good script. But I enjoyed it. It was one of the good, better ones I've watched. I liked last year's I just because it was different teams that you're used to. Yeah. Like, no Chiefs. Bengals upsetted the Chiefs, and you had the Rams, who everyone was expecting at the beginning of the year. But It was a pretty new-look Rams team, though, especially compared to that 2018 yeah. team. It you was look at very, all the players. Yeah, very, Matthew, very different look. So yeah, so wasn't that, like, that was like your boomer bust year. Like it was, you're packaging everything in for one year, and they said, they paid it off. Yeah, you, yeah you and took I know advantage of the that narrative is run. like a little overpushed, I think, like, I think we're totally fine going into this next season. I think this past season, which is like, you'll make a playoff. Issue. We'll certainly Push, make the playoffs. But... Um, yeah, I mean, like that Rams team was a lot of fun. There was, I think, the only returning guy was Donald from that 2018 team. I think he was the only guy left over yeah. still. And Cup, Cup was on the 2018 team, uh, but he was a rookie. So yeah, I think that that was kind of what made it a lot of fun last year. But yeah. this year was still really, really good. And you know, it, I didn't really like it because I don't like seeing one and one one seeds. But these teams were so similar going in. Yeah, same they had the record, gra- same record, same yep. same record, the same amount of points this year, the same amount of point, points allowed. I'm pretty sure or something something crazy. Yeah. And then they both had a Kelsey. I like that from Fox. Yeah, that narrative was a bit fun. I, I loved seeing their mom like throughout the week on TikTok or Twitter yeah, doing interviews and stuff. Awesome. It was it was cool. Another thing I was going to bring up before, like the when they showed the camera pan in the suite, you had Roger Goodell. Damar Hamlin and then uh, Donna Kelsey just sitting in uh, the three people and also LeBron was in that same just suite let them as well. go sit with their families just yeah, let no. Kelsey and I mean, DeMar go sit I mean uh, the Kelsey's uh, father sat in the bull he didn't want to be a part of the people they're like, yeah, separated anyways yeah. but overall very good game honestly surprised how good it was I know I said last week it was going to be a one score game which I kind of called it it was pretty close on the score too but Overall, just very good. What do you thought? What are your thoughts, Charlie? I know we, you have some. We, well, we were watching the game together, Dylan and I, and yeah, end of the game, I was sick to my stomach. I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Always have. Uh, it was pretty terrible for me to watch that. Uh, you know, as soon as the game ended, I turned the TV off and had to leave. But yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great game. I, th- I think mainly, I think something that a lot of people sure yes, there was the controversial call at the end. I, I didn't like the call. I didn't like to see the game end like that. But you also have to remember the Eagles' defense in the second half was just nowhere to be found. I mean, they were they were not doing – they couldn't stop them. And Mahomes in the fourth quarter, you have the punt return that puts Kansas City at, like, the five-yard line. And then after that, you know, they uh, I think at that point they go up and Philadelphia's defense just could not stop them. So, uh, yeah, I, I felt like the Eagles were in a good spot at halftime. But when you're going up against Patrick Mahomes – no lead is safe, so definitely uh, now he's got his second second Super Bowl, so a lot of people, uh, there's going to be some arguments now where he stands uh, among, you know, all, all quarterbacks, time. but yeah, yeah uh, I you know, it was a good game. Just for me, it was uh, unfortunate to see it end, lo- end the way it did, was hoping, you know, at the end just not a chip shot field goal after that call, but yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully now my team, the Broncos, can... 
I don't know, make it so Kansas City doesn't go 27-3 and against the division and have five straight home AFC championships. Because, yeah, that that's... I've had enough of that. So I say coming into this game, we all made predictions, and we, uh, if you haven't tuned in or, or follow our Instagram page, do that or listen to last week's episode. But Charlie, you were actually the pretty one, pretty close to the score. You had thirty-one, thirty-eight, but in favor of the Eagles. So yeah, I mean, you're pretty darn close. Up but there. did I say thirty-four, thirty-one? You said yeah, thirty-four, thirty-one. Chiefs so, and Chiefs. Know, it's so pretty close. You get the Chiefs side of it. I think Charlie gets the score side of it. So Mark, what do you think? So, honestly, the commercials this year were kind of eh. Uh, I thought this was this game was you know one of the better Super Bowls in recent time. Uh, but props to Mahomes and the Chiefs for pulling this off. Not a fan of the chip shot field goal, but it's a sucky way to end it. But it's a sucky way to end such a great Super Bowl. I but think yeah. that's what me and my brother were talking. I mean, we're full on rage at this point. But me and my little brother were saying of how like that is. I can't say the word he said, but that's the most sad way to end of how great the game was is you take three knees inside the five-yard line when, honestly, smart job for Jarek McKinnon for sliding at the one-yard line. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Say I mean, all the Eagles were just like, let him play. score, let him score. And he did probably the smart thing of just sliding in. And honestly, I hated that. But, I mean, my dad, he was saying, you know, that's a strategy. I mean, I bet, Smart. I bet if the Eagles were up, I would probably want the same thing, you know. So, what, what was the Super Bowl where the guy he tried to go to? I think it was Giants Patriots. He tried to go down at the one, but he like backed into yeah. the end zone, and he gave. Of course, the Giants still won the game, but you give Tom Brady, I don't He's know how much time back. he gave him. He was the, uh, I think it was a mob Bradshaw. Twenty eleven one, I think it was the. Was second. it the David Tyree helmet catch? No, it was the second. Oh, it was the second one. Yeah. yeah like, OJ Manningham had the incredible catch that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were trying to like let him score, and he didn't want to, but the defender literally pulled him into he the like, end zone so they could get the ball back. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said earlier, it was a really good game. Uh, just a terrible way to end it. It was a lot of back and forth that second half. It was really funny as well. I remember watching the national anthem, and you see Nick Serini crying. And I'm like, watch it. If he loses this, literally become a meme. The very next day, my brother texts me, and he's like, when you actually have to face a real team and not Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy with one arm. <laughs> it's like, are you serious? But oh, Will Compton liked that meme. Oh, yeah. boy. Will Compton on Twitter was, was kind of annoying me. He's lost so many bets yeah, this year. That was, and enjoy- that was enjoyable reading through my Twitter, seeing you comment, comment on every, every single, single Will Compton yep. post, which I, was I love hilarious. Will. I love Will Compton. But this year, he's been some of his bets have been outlandish, and he's hated on the Chiefs the entire year. He's been against the Chiefs the entire year, and finally they go up and win it. And he, of course, he fires off the tweets. And I was like, Will, buddy, how much have you lost? I'm betting the bus, okay? <laughs> and he's lost a lot of money. And I was hoping a lot more people would like it because I thought it'd be somewhat funny. But <laughs> yeah, but I mean, overall, just once again, a good game and a uh, little controversy, at least on my end. I personally don't believe Patrick Mahomes should have won Super Bowl MVP. That is my take, and that's what, I, what I'm going to go with. Who? Go ahead. Nick Bolton. I think Nick Bolton should have won it. He had nine tackles. He had that scoop and score. Honestly, I think without that scoop and score, the Chiefs would not have won the game. Yeah, that was a big oh, yeah, easily. They probably, they probably lose by seven. Because but, you, yeah. you think about at the point of that game. So Philadelphia just came off of a touchdown. It's 14-7. to Kansas City went a quick three and out. Philadelphia was driving to score. I think if without that fumble, Philadelphia would have scored either a field goal or a touchdown, and momentum would have gone crazy for Philadelphia. So I think without that Nick Bolton scoop and score, the Chiefs would not have won. I also do believe he would have won it anyways if they counted that scoop. Well, it got called back, but the the second scoop the and second score because yeah. he had he almost had two, 
but well, if I, that, if that I do state th- stand, then I think he definitely well, would have won easily it. won it. But I do think Mahomes won it because it's a it's kind of like a quarterback award. Almost. It's a narrative award. Yeah. yeah, it's not. He's injured, and you know, I he mean, was, he was running on it there in the what end. What was the last like, time some a quarterback did? It was the Von Miller. It was Miller won it, or did Stephon Gilmore win in 2018? No, no, Edelman it was Edelman won it that year. Edelman, right. won, it that Edelman year. won it. Um, yeah, I think so. The last it's time been, was Von Miller, been. but. I think it's hard, right? Like, you look at a really high-scoring high Super Bowl, and Mahomes played fantastic. Like, he only had—it was the greatest 182 I mean, he played on performance one, I've ever yeah. seen. And he played on one leg, yeah. Per, yeah. essentially. Like, at the end of the game, it was like, Mahomes, 182 yards. And I was like, really? That's it? Um, so I, I guess the whole—for me, like, it's it's a narrative award, and it's—yeah, they don't win without Bolton. They don't win without Mahomes, so— A big part of the win, to too, is he had that 20-yard run right. on yep. one leg. Yeah. Yep. Barely made it, but— Was he getting chased down there, and— was lucky to get across the first down. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, those are hard. They vote on it like right after the game. No one really is looking at it. They're just going. Mahomes, well, they look Mahomes. at the fan voting too. I'm the fan sure. voting's hard. It's it's okay. it's better than the NBA, NBA. NBA oh my gosh, Finals MVP. Yeah. So. All right, we're going to talk about All Star. <laughs> all Star is based on fan voting. Damn, that's, yeah. even, that's even worse. Andrew Wiggins, Iguodala winning it or whatever, but. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a little break here, and then we'll finally get to start talking about basketball here. And now it's time to get into some basketball. We're going to be covering Nebraska ball and NBA. But first, Logan, you know, we didn't get to do this at the beginning. We, we've talked about the Super Bowl, but uh, let's introduce you. Yeah, so um, I'm Logan. You know, we're all on the same floor together, so yep. you guys know who I am. Um, I'm from Southern California, so I get sports. I grew up a Dodger, Laker, Rams fan, because uh, my dad was a Rams fan before they originally moved back to L.A. when they were there the first time. Um, yeah, so I basically I want to do like sports media and stuff and media production, so I want to do something along the lines of the whole like traveling roadshow circus, right? Go to a concert one day, um, do production there, and then a like sports game the next day and then maybe another sports game and then I'm in a new studio the next day like I want to do that at some point um, and then start a familia you know yep. uh, but yeah I mean you have anything else you need me to add or no that is fantastic uh, great great introduction and now to get into the Nebraska ball game against Wisconsin big dub for the boys in Lincoln big big dub and uh, Logan and I were there and so was Mark but here's the thing okay um, fantastic game but it got a little wild we're not going to go too in depth on the podcast about uh, how crazy the student section stuff yep but I do want to bring up uh, about <laughs> booing a Chucky Hepburn the is he Omaha he went to Bellevue but he be- he went to Bellevue West he was part of that team when they were ranked 24th in the country and he won the state title beating Hunter Silas who was the 6th ranked player in that mm-hmm. class yep. well the class after and chose our rival over staying in state I don't uh, blame him well, yeah, you know. We were pretty bad at that point. Yes. And we're still not the greatest, but. But anyways, every time he touched the ball, he got booed. And I was listening back to the highlights again on the broadcast because I just want to see what it looks like on the broadcast. And also, you know, Logan, we were sitting up front, so I kind of wanted to see uh, the reactions from everybody. But, man, the boos were so loud, even on TV. I mean, literally every time he put a finger to that ball. He was getting booed. But let's go around. Let's get our takes on the game. Uh, let's start with you, Dylan. All right. I think so me and Charlie were at Shields when the game started. But we got back. We listened to the first half or kind of. First 10 minutes first or so. First 10 minutes of that. And then they call a timeout. And then we got back up to the dorms. But overall, the game was a little concerning. 17 points. We were down. I'm like, <sighs> here we go. Just the typical Nebraska. We're going to lose on our home court. 
then all of a sudden we start coming back in the second half. I'm like, what is going on? And then we took the lead for the first time in the game. That was back and forth. I enjoyed it. And then we went to overtime, and then we win by t- 10. We just destroyed them. Only scoring two points in the second in the overtime. Yep, yep, yep. Overall, I'm really impressed. Casey Tomonaga is him. He's I've said this multiple Japanese times. Curry. He is literally the Japanese Steph Curry. So, otherwise, yeah, I'm very pleased. And Husker basketball's playing tonight. Hopefully, we can actually compete with Rutgers. In an away t- game. It's going to be tough on the road. No one wins at Rutgers. So, go ahead, um, Anthony, I guess. Okay, uh, to be honest, I was not watching this game. This happened on what, uh, Saturday? Yep. Saturday afternoon. Okay, so by then, I was at a wrestling meet. My little brother was wrestling for state wrestling, but he didn't make it. But I was too focused on that, and honestly, the uh, reception was not good. But, uh, you know, I, okay, I say Tominga, but his real name is Tom. Tominaga. Tominaga. Okay. So Tom, Tominaga. I think we all have the same opinion that he is the Japanese Stephen Curry at the beginning of the year, and it's just really impressive. You know, we are actually quite uh, very competitive on our, our own court. You look back at the schedule, and we've only lost three times on our home court. Yeah, and and one of those was to Purdue. Who's one was Purdue. to Purdue, but we went to in over, Illinois. We yeah. went to overtime with we beat we got creamed by Iowa in our home court. We got creamed by Illinois on our home court, though. Well, I mean that's all, and that's also Illinois. But we like, never beat them, and we also got and we also got creamed by Northwestern. Okay, Northwestern's really good, but in my opinion, they just beat Purdue. Really but after this Rutgers game, we have three home games. That's a good way to end uh, the year. End the year, and then hopefully beat Iowa at Carver. So this is a good win and a big step up. We're now twelfth uh, in the Big Ten. Yeah, we've been twelfth. We were twelfth after we beat Penn State. Yeah, yeah. I was but looking at it. And I was surprised we didn't move up, but but oh well. I mean, we beat Wisconsin. Well, Penn State. I think no, they they lost, but they just had a better record in conference. Yep. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's a, it's just good to get a good win. And I'm gonna hand it off to the Wisconsin fan himself. So, um, this was this was a interesting game. I'll say that much. Um, we only scored two points in overtime. Wisconsin did. That's shocking. When I think of how good Wisconsin is and it should be better than scoring two points in overtime. Well, first of all, you shouldn't have been in overtime to begin with. Right. You're up 17 and then you blew it and then you lost by 10. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Wisconsin's going to be a tournament team this year. They don't look like it right now. Well, with 10 losses, losses, I think the pictures are pointing out right now and just with like I don't know what the way the rest of your guys' schedule is, but it's it's not easy in the big time. It, it's tough, regardless. and you know, it, I watched an Iowa game earlier this year. I hate Iowa, but they beat Michigan just like this in overtime when they really shouldn't have been in the game. But granted, I think that uh, first half was not indicative of the basketball team just because we just could not shoot. No, no baskets can land, and really the second half is more reflective when we scored thirty-seven of their twenty-six. So it was kind of flipped. Um, but yeah. So what what else do you think about that? Um. I was just, you know, I was shocked. Let's see, looking at final stats here, Chucky went 8 for 21 from the field, 3 of 12 from 3. Um, played a significant amount of minutes. Yes, he did. Didn't he, like, play the entire game? Yeah, 42, 42 minutes. That's almost the entire game. Yeah. So, you mentioned Wisconsin's uh, schedule. That is They're the whole entire at game, Michigan, almost. And then he, versus Rutgers, what? versus Iowa, oh, yeah. at Michigan. Versus Purdue than at Minnesota, so that's the remaining schedule. It's a very got, tough you, schedule. For you got one. You got you got at least one win. Minnesota, who's the worst team in the Big Ten, by far. 
Yeah, I know we talked about this, Dylan. I don't watch like a whole lot of a college basketball. I basically just watch it like for the NBA draft. But to me, like the Wisconsin offense looked super stagnant. They really didn't have anything going on off ball. Um, like Tyler Wall would like set like one screen off ball, and that was like it. Yeah. And it was like it was there was no like off ball action. So that's something in today in basketball, it's really hard, and that's something the Huskers actually do really well. Yes. Um, I mean, they've stolen a lot from those like '90s Pacers teams, those seven seconds or less Suns teams, uh, the Warriors were. It's the Fred Hoiberg. Yeah. Where Casey is constantly moving, right? He's never yep. done moving, and they really didn't have anybody who could keep him, um, like keep up with him in terms of speed. And in the first half, they were setting a lot of these bump screens that you see yeah. teams do to Curry a lot, where they're like physically bumping him as he runs by. And I think the refs might have put a stop to that because you saw none of that in the second half, and it wasn't yes. getting called at all in the first half. So I think that was honestly a big thing for the Nebraska offense. So they just kind of kept moving and stuck to their game plan. And then Casey stopped, shot just being falling. I think he shot like one for four in the first half or something. He didn't take enough shots. I, I yeah, thought. He, I mean, he, he took a lot more. Got going in the second half though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's a guy. He gets going. He gets going, and then. The he's defense, hot. He's hot. Right, and the defense really stepped up. I think Derek Walker did a fantastic job protecting the paint. They had a blaze, Keita. Yep. They had yeah, shout yeah, out to he him. He was fantastic. I mean, what, I mean, Sixteen minutes, 10, 11 rebounds. Yeah, and I, immediate. I was surprised with uh, Big Ten officiating. You know, some of the they actually I think called a, a pretty good game. There were some egregious calls, but I mean the Big Ten officiating, especially. I mean, in all the sports, there I don't think the Big I think the Big Ten is is some part, of the worst. Some but. of the worst officiating, but. I've been to quite a few uh, Nebraska basketball games, and that seemed to be one of the best ones officiating side. We've had one where there's like 20 fouls in, in like 10 Purdue. minutes. Yeah, Purdue yeah. game was egregious. Um, yeah, it was terrible. That was the other game I was at. I've been to the two best games all year, so I'm yeah. going to start going again because <laughs> I think I'm going to claim Lucky Charm. Yeah. Us, but, yeah. Um, but, no, it, w- it seemed to be called pretty fair there, and in the end I, I felt like the, the calls were, were pretty right just – there was just some egregious moves and some calls that you just have to make. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, shout out to Blaze. Um, his offense, I think, needs to get a little bit better because he, he took a jumper when he should have just laid it off the backboard. It's whatever. Um, He's more of a defensive presence. Yeah, yeah I, I was a little upset there because it's like, ah, oh, just just take it to the just take it to the back backboard and then you got it in. Um, He's a defensive presence. That's yes. all we needed really. And, and you have if you want a big man to score, you got Walker. Yes, right. so. Walker can play more of like a playmaking four. He, that, that's and then he's really you know. With the ball, yeah, like he and then you got Bri- me a lot. Bright and Bach, he's a little inconsistent. Oh and my goodness, very uncoordinated. You never, you never know what you're Not gonna get <laughs> In terms of ball over, just forgets where the ball is, and it's all right. He's but, pretty yep. young, but we'll move on now. So move on to you, Dylan. All right, so we're gonna keep it on this kind of news slash recap type of thing. So Husker baseball starts this week. We get we're in uh, San Diego for our weekend series. Against the University of San Diego, obviously. It's in San Diego. It's kind of... Okay. But um, Got a couple buddies going there for baseball. So, yeah. Well, one of them just graduated. He got drafted. Another one's a freshman there redshirting. So. That's cool. But um, I don't really know much other than I just hope we're better this year overall. I think we should be because last year we didn't make our own conference tournament in the first year of the Big Ten tournament, and it's hosted in our backyard so, and uh, up in Omaha. So hopefully we do pretty good. We have an interesting schedule this year. The The games that really stick out is the Minneapolis uh, um, Invitational where we have two of the best teams in the country in Hawaii. So with Ole Miss and... <laughs> At least Hawaii's in the middle of that. And yeah, not, and that gives not. us a little... That gives us yeah. probably a win in between those because I'm sure we're not going to beat Vandy and Ole Miss. But should be it should be a fun year. And then after that, we're back in Lincoln. So... For, for the home opener against Northern Colorado on that March 7th. So 
Um, and I'm also going to go over real quick. So there's a couple of recruiting news, kind of not nothing like huge, no commitment or anything. But so we haven't talked about this on the pod yet. But um, I think last week uh, Dylan Ryle announced he is uh, visiting on March 25th. Could be his last official visit. That's the rumor going around is that he's going to commit after the that visit. We also that w- vis- uh, that weekend we have a bunch of five stars coming in as well. Like yeah, we have five star, star from star. Missouri, a yeah. couple four stars. So it should be a big weekend. But overall, I'm excited, and hopefully Nebraska basketball wins tonight. So and before you finish that, Dylan Rayola, um, uh, Todd Munkin is now oh yeah is now That's going to yeah. Baltimore Ravens, and he was the top recruiter for. Georgia to get Dylan Raiola, so I think yeah, that's a huge factor in what's going on right now. We, real quick, too, with Dylan Raiola, it's kind of tough to see him going to any of these other like top schools because you have USC, who has Malachi Nelson coming in from this past year. ESPN has him higher than Arch Manning. Then you have Georgia, who has Gunnar Stockton, somebody else, and they just offered a five-star in the yep. same class. So obviously, that makes sense, but like it makes it makes a big difference when you're you're going in the running for a number one player, and especially with a school like Nebraska that's somehow competing. It's it's kind of interesting. I'm hoping he comes here. I do. I'm really glad he's uh, visiting on the 25th, and especially if he decides to commit right after that. So yeah, and for all students out there, you better be uh, giving him a huge welcome. And uh, uh, we're not worried about the we're not re- really worried about the coaching staff because yeah. they decided to send the the. The gauntlet yeah. down to Arizona yeah, a couple weeks send, ago. It was like our five the, highest coordinators. No, the entire the staff, entire excluding staff. Matt Rule, because he can't go yeah. anymore. So, but let's hope we get him. Um, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to get straight into the new the last take. X Logan all time NBA draft. <laughs> So we're going to hop right into the last take X Logan NBA All-Star draft, or not All-Star, all-time draft. But first, we're going to do a draft lottery. We're going to preface the teams here. So we got Blake and Anthony together. You got Logan and uh, Mark, and then me and Charlie. So we're going to real quickly, I'm going to pull my own, uh, what's his name? The Silver? Not Silver, the other guy. Tatum? Yeah, Mark Tatum. I'm going to do my own Mark Tatum here in the draft lottery. So we're going to spin the wheel of whatever. But yeah, so see who gets the first pick. And Blake and Anthony have a tough pick, I guess. I I know who I would take. But so Blake and Anthony will be number one. Uh, What's your team name? What do you say? Finesse? Yeah, Finesse. 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 All right. We'll go off to the second one. It is a snake draft. So me uh, me and Charlie. We'll have the back, last back pick and back. the first pick yeah. in the next like round. So, middle. what's your team name? Uh, getting our bag up. Okay. <laughs> Do we have a team? I, I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything either. I'll think of one in a minute. But, um, yep, so that's the order. So, we have Anthony Blake, Mark Logan, and me and Charlie to end it off. So, we're going to head right in. So, the first overall pick. Go ahead, Anthony, real quick. Sorry, I got to do this. All right, so Blake and I talked about the first pick in the all-time NBA draft. I think we're going to go with shooting guard out of North Carolina, Michael Jordan, who's a better Space Jam actor. Yes, I agree. All right, second overall pick. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm glad you took him because I think the best guy on the board 
outright is LeBron. I think he creates the most team chemistry when looking at surrounding him with other superstars because he is a pass-first guy. So I'm really happy that you fumbled the pick there. It's not out of who's better. It's out of who fits with other guys more. I say, well, you also are having a different approach. You're going for more of an actual team chemistry. We're, we're just picking out the best guys that we can. Yeah. <laughs> Logan's right. playing my GM on 2K right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to take? Bro, this is actually kind of tough now. We kind of got put in a third, tough spot. Third pick yeah. here. Like, this is obvious, but... All right, so me and Charlie have back-to-back picks. Uh, as representing the Bricklayers, we decided on a team name. Um, uh, we are selecting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with our first pick. And then our second pick, we're taking Magic Johnson. Okay, so the guy we Mark and I discussed, he's still available with the f- fourth, fifth pick? Fifth. Fifth pick, we're going to take Stephen Curry. We want to su- surround LeBron with some shooting, right? LeBron's always been great with shooters. Ray Allen, guys like that, J.R. Smith. He turns them into even better players. And if you could put LeBron in the Warriors system, beautiful. So we're going to do that. And LeBron will be playing the four on our team, I think. So I'm okay. sort of out there now. Go ahead. You guys are up. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay, and Blake and I were talking. Uh, you know, we got Michael Jordan, who people are going to say he's the GOAT. Some other have other opinions. But we are going to go on the big man side of things with both these picks. We're going to go with the greatest power forward of all time, Tim Duncan. And then for center, one of the most dominant players in Shaq. So we're going to go with Tim Duncan and Shaq. Okay, so with Mark and I pick, do you want to go here? Do you want to go with that one? Okay, so we're going to take our defensive anchor, right? LeBron's able to be that weak side help defender. This is 2013 LeBron. Should have been the defensive player of the year. We're going to take Hakeem to be our defensive anchor, kind of anchor that paint. We got some offense there, too. Yeah, we got some offense there, too. But really, I think the team fit is fitting together nicely. All right, go ahead, Charlie. You can announce our picks. All right, so we are now taking Kobe Bryant. With our, it's our third pick. So three Lakers so far. So now three <laughs> Lakers on the team, and then we are also going to take Larry Bird. Okay. All right. Get some shooting. We need, we need, need a shoot. shooter because yep. you got Magic who can yep. pass the ball. We got Kareem down low just in case we need some points. Obviously, it's Kareem. And then you have Kobe, who's one of the best of all time. Right. He can just score on a whim. Yeah. And then we have Larry Bird for shooting, like I said. So yeah. That's what we have. Go ahead. So do you want to go here? I like that. Yeah. With our pick, we're going to take Kevin Durant. Uh, he's gonna kind of play that three-four with Braun. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna figure it out. Another shooter we can put aside, aside Braun. Uh, another guy who can go and score on his own. So I really like the defensive structure we have too. We have a lot of guys who are very switchable defensively. Something I'm very fond of. So on to you guys. All right, we're gonna pick John Stockton and D Wade. Ooh, that's it. Okay, so oh. I crossed it out accidentally. <laughs> okay, so what we're thinking with John Stockton, all-time leading or leading assists, imagine him with Jordan, Wade, Duncan, and Shaq. Yeah, I mean, that's fun. So, and you got to get a little anti-vax on the team. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, you got to yeah. get that in there. Yeah, so, sure. There, do you, do I think you go we're also going to have Jordan play the three spot as well. We play on that works. Yeah, it works. I don't see an issue with that. I'm thinking we go right here, one of those two. So, so. Uh, with our final pick, we're gonna go a little controversial. We're gonna go Tracy McGrady again. Ooh. It's not. It's not controversial. Add some more shooting, with shooting around LeBron. 
that's all you want, right? Um, which Curry's offensive gravity will probably give T Mac some open opportunities as well, kind of raise his level as a shooter, similar to what you I see with Clay Thompson. And then it kind of gives us that guy, right? He, we can just go to him and score. Now we have two outright scores and him and KD next to each other. So, yeah, that that's our whole roster now. So, all right. Yeah, we get two since we're doing a six man. All right, so for our forward power forward spot, we are taking Bucks Legend. <laughs> I guess you could say the Bucks Legend. I don't know, not yet. Giannis Antetokounmpo as a pure score and some defense because we need both. It'd be a it's a good tandem, I think. It should be interesting with the two seven footers, but I like it. Um, and then with our six man. This is dangerous to have him off the bench. A shoot, pure shooter coming off the bench. We're taking Ray Allen. All right. So. I mean, one of the best six mans of all time, honestly. Yeah. This would be scary. So for our six man, we're going to take a six man of the year award winner. We're going to take James Harden. So okay. he can kind of come pick. off the bench, depending on who else is on our theoretical bench, filled out with randoms. And he can just run the offense. And. Again, add some more shooting. We had another guy we potentially wanted to choose from, add some defense, but we feel like we're already solid on the defensive side. So I think team fit, this again fits really well. I mean, imagine the offensive gravity with him and Curry on the court at the same time. I mean, who do you even guard? Like, what do you do? So Well, you already have you have LeBron, KD, yeah. and Harden, and you also have T-Mac as well. So. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Hakeem down low if yeah, you the, need The offensive offense gravity quick. on this team is pretty crazy. So we'll kick it to you guys with the last pick. Yeah. You want to go take a break? Yes, I will. We need another center. We're going to pick Wilt Chamberlain. It's a pretty good six man off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Saying, the guy who he went really low. 50 in his season. Yeah, stat yeah. batter. He's a stat batter. Yeah, he played at a time where no one was seven foot. So no, no one was seven average height was what six two something like that. The pace was incredible, but I mean, still a great player. Times, I mean, he has the highest points in a game ever. Highest rebounds in a allegedly. game ever. Allegedly, allegedy. <laughs> yeah, both he's of those. There's he's no. He's a legend score record, but yeah. so. allegedly had a. Quadruple or quintuple double. Yeah. But, um, all right, so we're now going to vote. Who has the best team, in our opinion, that is not our own? So we can take it up on the TV. All right, so we're going to vote based off who we think has the best team, excluding yourself. So go ahead first, Anthony. Uh, I'm going to go very easily. I'm going to go with Dick Gear bag up. I think that um, backcourt with Team Mac and Curry is very extreme, and then also your – your mid or your front court with LeBron, Durant, and Hakeem is very very dangerous. I also like your six man and James Harden. He can easily replace McGrady. I think is the first first one to replace. And even then, you have you're pretty much all shooters except for Hakeem, who will give you a rebound. So well done, uh, Mark and Logan. You got my pick. Hakeem is an all time underrated shooter. Go ahead, Blake. I'm gonna pick the Bricklayers. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just had his record broken. Uh, Magic Johnson, Kobe. I mean, that's a stack one, two, three. Then you got Giannis down there, Ray Ray, Larry Bird. Um, I don't know. I just I kind of like that team. I I think that I think that they can overperform compared to these other people just the way they're stacked up. Um, just like looking in a game setting. I don't know. I think the Bricklayers got it. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go Team Finesse. So. Uh, you guys, that defense is just so appetizing to me. The idea of MJ on the wing with Duncan as the help defender, just that sounds incredible to me. Um, I mean, Wilt's going to be coming off the bench. He allegedly scored 100, so 
Um, I mean, that's something that's really appetizing. And John Stockton just running that offense. I feel like if there's one guy that could run an offense of that many scores, it's it's him. The MJ Shaq pick and roll. I have dreams about that at night. So that's scary. That's like two <laughs> yeah. K level. Like, yeah. So stuff. I'm gonna go with you guys. I'm gonna go with brick layers. I I like that Kareem Giannis combo. The bugs, of course. The bugs. Well, of course you. well, I didn't mention <laughs> that. I forgot about that. You know, but no, I I like the Kareem Giannis combo. It just seems like it would be deadly defensively. All right, uh, for me, I'm gonna have to give it to get your bag up, bro. You have LeBron, Curry, and KD, three of the best players in our generation. Probably the three best that we've watched and grew up yeah. grew up to. I mean, I guess you could see T Mac a little bit. He's close to that generation. Close. And then, and then you so you have those shooters. You got LeBron, who is arguably arguably the greatest scorer of all time, if not the greatest, depending on how you look at it. You have Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. KD, one of the best scorers of all time, allegedly seven foot in shoes. It's a <laughs> he, joke. he is. It's confirmed. <laughs> uh, you have T Mac, who is very underrated, and then you have James Harden coming off the bench. Is a guy that can score thirty off the bench, yeah. average thirty points off the bench, depending. We have the rest filling out the team. And you didn't and even easily, mention like Hakeem. You, you didn't uh, even mention Hakeem. Yeah, and you have Hakeem, <laughs> who gets every freaking rebound. Probably. He's, he's your horse in this in this situation. So, yeah, I got I to gotta give it to Logan and Mark on this one. All right. So, I guess I don't know what we're at right now. Who? How many? Right now. Teams? They're winning. I said, well, oh, you guys split. are tied. Yeah. You guys are uh, the bricklayers. Oh, and yeah. Bricklayers and get your bag up or tie to two. Yeah, or you can tie us up one. for finesse. So you can, you can have to tie it up or tie. winner. Well, I'm, I'm just looking. So I've watched. Uh, and I, I, don't, bias. I don't watch the NBA, but really, but I have watched a little bit of LeBron, Steph. You know, I think you already said Charlie it. Charlie loves his recency gr- bias. Greatest shooter of all time. No, but uh, <laughs> and then KD there. I'm looking though. I don't know why. W- Wilt Chamberlain as the guy coming off the bench. That's certainly. Uh, I don't know. For me, I think that would be be a better option than James Harden. But I don't know. Yeah, this is pretty tough. I, I I'd go with get get our bag up right there. Uh, LeBron, Curry, and KD definitely uh, the one the guys that I'm most familiar with there. But yeah, definitely both are good teams. I guess all these are good teams. But that that'd be my pick. If it's kind of it's kind of hard to miss on a draft when you have all these yeah. players yeah. like this. I mean, yeah. You can pretty teams. much team every, anybody yeah. up and you have a good team. I so. say maybe watch out. We might do an Instagram post and let the listeners get their comments Or we could post, we could uh, do a sim on 2K too. Ooh, I like that. that. I'd be down. Sim. We should follow be down. Last we take gaming. Well, <laughs> Confirmed. Well, if we do that, we will let you guys know via Instagram or Twitter or next week on our podcast. But There we go. But yeah. So that was the the first annual last take draft, I guess you could say, X Logan. And this is the NBA one, so I'm gonna it, uh, send it back over to Anthony to close us out here. All right, just we think want to thank Logan for coming on, and you know this is actually kind of fun just to do something new that we haven't done. So thank you for coming on. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Get us out of our thank comfort you. zones because we don't normally do NBA. We just kind of stick with yeah. college well, sports. Yeah. So. So I mean, I'll come on during the playoffs like every week if you want. So. Not to self-invite. We'll, we'll have to find out because the playoffs might be when we're out of school, though. Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, It is. Well, oh, it no. starts when we're, out of, we're still in school. But okay. But it starts in April. Yeah. I forget that we don't, like, live here permanently. Yeah. Well, I do. But <laughs> well, I don't. Neither do I. Definitely not. You kind of do, too. So. <laughs> All right. So make sure you follow our Instagram at the Last Take Pod with all lowercase and our Twitter at 
the last take 22. Uh, the the is capitalized. The la- last is capitalized. TLT take, is capitalized. Yeah, TLT is all capitalized. So, all right, so yeah. signing off for... Charlie. Dylan. Mark. Logan. Blake. And Anthony, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on to the next one.